right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Two Planker Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Schaefer. And today on the show, we have Dylan Manley. And Dylan, thank you for joining us. Hell yeah, thanks for having me. All right, so we're going to give everyone some context right now. I'm in a hotel room. Dylan just got off of work. It's like midnight Eastern time right now. But we're going to give you guys, you know, the little late night specialty. So I'm driving out to X Games. I'm in Utica, New York right now. And uh, Dylan, I did a little research on you. I know you're familiar probably where that is based on where you're from. But uh, you want to tell everyone why you're getting out of work at 10 p.m. after working all day? Oh, I'm just uh, getting out of work late because uh, my chef's out of town and uh, some of the sous chef, Ayoko Ramen. So I just kind of had to... Stay a little bit later than normal, especially because we were super busy tonight. But it was a good night and day, for sure. Word. So we gotta get right, we gotta get into it because you're one of the only chefs in the ski game that I know. So so how far does your does your chef experience go back? Um, I mean, I started working at uh, Five Guys in Kimball Junction, which is uh, like right outside of Park City uh, when I was like 19, I want to say. Then I worked there for like two years. And then I started working at Yoko. And I've just like been there so long that just uh, that's kind of how I ended up being the sous chef over there. (laughs) Did you, like, when you were younger, because, so background about me, my first dream job was being a chef. I had, I wanted to be a, like a a bakery chef, like a pastry chef. I quickly abandoned that dream, but did you, did you have aspirations of being a chef when you were younger? Um, I always wanted to like, be like, uh, have my own pizza restaurant when I was like a little kid. I definitely wanted to do that and. There's definitely some like kindergarten documentation of uh, me drawing myself uh, in a, in a pizza restaurant being the chef. <laughs> but yeah, the pizza thing didn't really pan out. Basically, I was, you know, I liked cooking, but you know, I had five guys, you know, didn't really, you know, have much of a uh, ability to, you know cook outside of like what they their menu is and you know it's just fast food cheeseburgers they don't even use salt or pepper like it's kind of uh it's laughable now to think i used to do that for sure but you got to start somewhere definitely so i don't Uh, know and i don't know anything about the place that you work right now is it like what fast casual high end somewhere in between What, what are we working with at yoko uh yoko ramen I would say it's fast casual. It's like a counter service uh, kind of place. But yeah, you know, it's a good place to come if you uh, want some ramen or some of our other food. We are connected to a bar, uh, Dick and Dixie's next door, and you can like order food through the window. So we do a lot of like bar kind of food, you know, like wings, fries, sandwiches, do roll our own gyoza, stuff like that. Yeah. Do, do a bunch of fun specials and uh, do a lot of pickling of different uh, veggies and stuff and just kind of kind of do whatever we want with uh, as far as like uh, 
special menu items go. We just, so that's pretty cool to be able to cook how you want or whatever you want, basically. Just got to kind of put a little Asian uh, Japanese spin on most things, you know, just since we're like a ramen place, but it's definitely pretty, it's like the most untraditional ramen restaurant in Salt Lake for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to be, so after X Games, I'm going to be out in Salt Lake. So I, I will probably stop by now that we've met. Because I've known you, I've seen the Instagram post. I know you work there. We've never met, even though uh, I've had Emmett on twice now, and he's talked at length about you both times. I know, right? He needs to <laughs> shut up about me. No, I'm just kidding. So, so we were talking before this. You said you listened to the episode. What's it like? i got two questions for you in regards to Emmett. First of all, is he is does he love you that much in person? Because every time he's on the podcast, he says Dylan's my favorite skier in the world. Is he telling you that like face to face? Uh, you know, it's uh, there's there's definitely that sprinkled in, but you know, we uh, you know, that's that's not really like how we like talk to each other all the time or anything. He's you know. We, we like to give each other shit, you know, we're like good enough friends, been for a long time. We definitely, you know, like to push each other's buttons and say some like kind of reckless stuff to each other, but in, in good jest, you know? Yeah. So my follow up is, is what does it feel like when you're listening to the podcast and then for like five minutes straight, he's just talking about how much he loves watching you how he adores you so much, how he's your, you're his favorite skier. It's funny. Yeah, we, we definitely, you know, we're more than just business partners. You know, he's my boy and it it warms my heart, but, uh, you know, and then, so I'm grateful to hear him say stuff like that. I don't know. I necessarily agree with that all, but, uh, you know, we definitely, uh, um, yeah, it's very nice of him. He's a good guy. Shout out, shout out Emmett. Word. So this is going to be the, who is Dylan Manley episode. Um, I had, I had my production assistant Hunter cook up some notes about you, but, um, but I like to ask questions where I already know the answer. So where are you from originally? I'm from a little town called limestone new york it's like right on the border of uh northwestern pennsylvania and yeah i was born in a town called bradford pennsylvania like right next door and then uh i lived there um until i uh most most of the way through high school and then i lived in uh, some other places around New York or around the area, and then uh, moved out to Utah uh, in the August of uh, 2012. Yeah. So when I looked up Limestone, it looks like it's the middle of nowhere. Like it's not close to any major highway. It's on the border of New York and Pennsylvania. Like how many kids did you graduate with? Like just trying to gauge how big this town is um so i think when i was like a kid there the population was probably like 300 people or something oh my God. so like 
graduating class, like we merged with this other town, Allegheny, which is uh, right by there, you know, like 20 minutes away in New York. Like that's where I went to like uh, high school. Um, but yeah, it was probably like 110 kids or so that graduated. And then that were like actually from limestone in my grade, probably like me and like nine other kids or something like that. So yeah, it was a crazy small town. But so I would, you know, most of my friends lived outside of limestone as I, you know, was growing up. Yeah. Were the limestone kids, like the Allegheny kids, were you guys viewed as the freaks? Like, oh, those are, the li- those are like the 10 limestone kids. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It was like, you know, like, <laughs> like, oh, damn, like they're from limestone, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it was, you know, it was definitely, uh, but I mean, you know, it's kind of a similar vibe in Allegheny too. It was bigger, but you know, yeah, same kind of people kind of. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely a lot of, you know, a lot of country people for sure. Yeah. So before, before we leave your hometown, I got one more question that ties into your childhood. This from uh, from our viewer John. I'm not going to try to pronounce the last name. Apologies. So John asks, "What's it like being a ginger in the skiing community?" But then I also want to tie it in. What's it like growing up as a ginger? Because I think you are our first ginger guest. That's cool. Uh, I don't know. Um, oh, yeah, I guess. So when Sean White was at, like, the peak of his, like, you know, uh, fame, he, uh, you know, everyone was all about Sean White. And anytime I would, like, go skiing uh, in, like, middle school, probably, I was probably, like, 14. So this is like... Like, yeah, like, 2008 to, like, 11 era, everyone would just, like, I couldn't take a run if, like, you could see my hair. Like, people would just be like, Sean White, Sean White, just, like, yelled from the chairlift, like, come up to me and stuff. And that, like, yeah, I just remember walking in uh, to this lodge at Holiday Valley. That's, like, the resort I grew up skiing at. And uh, it was, like, a room with, like, probably like a hundred people in it like putting their boots on and taking them off and shit and like somebody's just like hey everyone look it's sean white and i was riding a snowboard that night too because i was just mixing it up like me and my friend switched and like the whole like place went silent and like burst out laughing at me so (laughs) but i always thought you know i was like whatever i don't care like, I guess there was, like, worse people or red hair people to be, like, akin to. So, uh, definitely got called Sean White a lot. Um, definitely get sunburned a lot. I'm definitely sunburned right now. Um, but, yeah, I would say that's that's my anecdote about uh, being a ginger and skiing. And that's the thing. It's, like, once Sean White has, like, you know, he's, he's not really in his prime anymore, we could say. You know, you don't hear it anymore. Yeah. Or I don't. Nobody <laughs> calls me that. That's so funny, man. I've been mistaken for, like, other people a bunch of times in my life. Like, one time I was at, uh, at the community pool in, like, Bradford, 
uh, Pennsylvania or whatever, like 10 minutes from my house. And some kids thought I was this other red haired kid. We were in line for the diving board and like, I thought I was going to get beat up. And uh, I don't know. I've had like, like this girl came up to me and like gave me like a huge hug, like jumped on me and was like, thought I was, she's like Oliver, which is, he's this uh, red haired uh, skating legend in uh, Salt Lake city. He's the man, super funny guy, Oliver Buchanan. But yeah, she like thought I was him. And I was like, no, it's not. And like people just all the time, like think I'm like other people that have <laughs> red hair. They just clump us all together. But it's not so bad, really. I didn't think that question would would elicit so many good answers. But they, who's who's the like a red haired person you wouldn't want to be mistaken as? You mentioned that there might be a few out there. Me? Oh, uh, I mean, that was just some like random like fifth grade kid that probably I don't know what he did to these kids, you know. Oh, I thought you. But I thought you were saying there's other celebrities that you wouldn't want to be. Mistaken oh, in. I mean, yeah. like you know, it'd be like people would be like, uh, like Opie or like uh, my brother had like uh, shout out Aaron if you hear this. He's my brother. He skis. He's dope. Uh, he has he had like a gap tooth like thing and like people like be like oh like he looks like Alfred E Newman or like Ron Weasley. Like Weasley Brothers, Harry Potter, uh, Carrot Top. I mean, I don't know. That's not the word. It's like uh, Dave Mustang of uh, Megadeth. If you know who that is, he's like the bass player, I think, I want to say. And I've had a bunch of people be like, when I have like mad long hair, like people would say that. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I was just like Sean White's like winning the X game gold medals, like doing some sick boot grabs with the fat stance. Like, I guess you can call me him. But. <laughs> All right. So there's the childhood stories for you. So you said you moved out to Salt Lake 2012, if I remember correctly. Does that sound right? Yeah. So how old were you at that time? Like where in your life did that uh, move take place? I was 18. Okay. Did you go to school out there? Uh, yeah, I went, I have a degree from the University of Utah bachelor's degree of science. In? Kinesiology. Whoa. All right. So you went out there to be a kinesiology major. Yeah, you know, I, I went to school, like, because I uh, wanted to be a physical therapist um and then just like never went to grad school and didn't really like my like internships and uh yeah that's the whole story for sure I don't know <laughs> that's what I went to school for and while I was going to school like just landed like ended up cooking just up until now like that's all I've been doing so you're uh, so that just kind of like I don't know I really enjoy uh, cooking and stuff. And yeah. So you're thirty, uh, not thirty nine. You're twenty nine now, right? Or did you have you already turned thirty? No, I'm twenty eight. You're twenty eight. Okay, my mental math is off. Unless ninety four. Okay, there you go. Um, all right, twenty eight. So 
I mean, this is a this is a tried and true story of uh, of Salt Lake skiers. They not from Utah, move out, try to go to the U of U, end up doing something different. So, I mean, what was it like when you first move out moved out there? Are you still like, did you find your crew? Are you still friends with those people that you first met when you moved out there? Like, how'd that transition go? So, um, yeah, I moved out. Uh, yeah, my brother and I actually, like, moved out together, but, like, with a bunch of friends, and we already, like, uh, knew people here. So my brother ended up, uh, and my dad ended up moving uh, to Park City, uh, like, my dad moved out, I don't know, let's see, like, in, like, September of that year. So my brother's two years younger, so he went to high school up in uh, Park City. Yeah, they uh, moved to Summit Park, which is right outside of Park City. It's like uh, the exit before Woodward, uh, if you know where that is. Mm-hmm. But, um yeah, so basically, I always wanted to like go to Utah after my friends. Uh, they're a couple of years older than me, kind of like a crew that they were. They rode this other mountain, Kissing Bridge, which was like uh, like a little more than an hour away from where I grew up. So I didn't ride there as much, but they would come to Holiday Valley sometimes, and uh, I would go to their resort and like my friends. Uh, that I rode with at Holiday Valley and my brother. Um, but yeah, basically there was like a group of like three brothers, the Healy boys, and they all like went out to uh, go to school at the U and they would just come back on like Christmas breaks and I'd see them and stuff. And they'd be like, oh, you gotta go out there. Like, it's so crazy, blah, blah, blah. Like I go to school with Tom Wallace, like, you know, like I go to class with Tom Wallace, then I go like hit a spot or, you know, go skiing and whatever. And it's the best. And I'm like, damn, like that sounds pretty good. So, uh, yeah. Then I moved out with, so it was me, my brother, um, and moved out and my friend Brendan, uh, Lakota. Uh, Smuffy and uh, Emily they all and Caleb yeah it was like all of us living in one uh, like two bedroom apartment in Murray which is like the suburb of Salt Lake so we were all lived within like an hour or two of each other we all like knew each other through like skiing skateboarding and or they they most of them snowboard uh, except for Smuffy who's who's an OG uh, friend of mine, for sure. Um, I forget what I was saying. You're just saying that you guys all live together in a, a two-bedroom spot with, like, eight people. Yeah, that there was, like, eight of us. My brother, like, moved out at one point, And then, so, yeah, originally I was going to go to Salt, or Salt Lake Community College. And then I ended up uh, going uh, to the U right away. Um, so, but yeah, shit, what was I going to say about that? Oh yeah. So I, I like, I, I was on like a wait list to like get into the dorms at the U. So, um, 
I ended up like living in this apartment and yeah, then like we just, yeah, it was, it was kind of chaotic for sure. We got, we didn't, we didn't make it even like, I don't know. I think it was like four months after they got like evicted. I'd already moved into the dorms. I only lived there for like, I don't know, like a month or something like that, maybe. Yeah. But <laughs> so, yeah. So what was your like skiing goals at that time? Because the first video I have from you from our research is like a 2013 super unknown entry. And so it seems like you're already like pretty serious about it at the time. Um, I mean, damn. I think you'd have to go like back to like I think it's somebody like brothers like Vimeo or something like that like Aaron Manley I'd have to find it uh but anyways yeah I think yeah I'm trying to think fucking um yeah I remember the first trail I ever hit and uh, I was probably like 14 or something like that yeah, I was 14. I was in eighth grade and me and my friends, uh, we like, it was behind this uh, Catholic church on like uh, Main Street uh, in Allegheny, New York. And me and my friend walked over there and it was probably like, uh, like, like a 15 stair, like really like shitty down rail we ended up breaking it like a couple of years later like my friend like got onto it and it just like one of those like supports snapped off he didn't like fall all crazy or anything but that was like the first rail we ever hit and then probably when i got uh when i was like 16 and could drive like me and uh my brother and some of my friends would go out and like uh try to like you know like the one homie had a banshee bungee lakota and uh we would just like hit like whatever like little down rails or like stupid like uh you know like handicap just like flat rails like just whatever but we were getting after it for sure filming it on like the dad cam with like a big fish eye on it um yeah so then yeah so probably when i was in like 11th and like 12th grade we like you know tried to hit as many spots as we could like me and my friends but we just were doing it for fun for sure and then that was the thing is you know I met up uh with a lot of really cool people when I first moved here and uh it was like you know me and uh luke you know was there early on and we were like hitting spots together probably like some of the first spots we ever hit we were like both were there and whatever and you know we had like a couple homies that uh were like super into filming and stuff and so we would always you know we were just trying to hit spots and stuff and like you know inspired by you know the whole everything from like level one to like what became like or like four by nine and like the hood crew like seeing all the stuff that they were doing in salt lake at the time and like the years like before and as i like got to salt lake it was like whoa dude like there's really six spots to be hit in salt lake so we just uh I don't know we we were just doing it for fun and then my friends like bro let me make my friend uh yeah Jacob Callahan was like 
he was like let's make a super unknown and i was like I really i don't know and he's like yeah let's do it and we he chopped it up and then yeah got that like honorable mention i think it was but uh yeah that's pretty tight yeah there was uh it was like a bunch of park city clips some urban some rail garden clips some jumps but the standout feature yeah. the standout feature is wicked wicked tight pants like you had you were total oh, on yeah. the tight wave and i think you had the crazy uh crazy long hair too at the same time oh for sure yeah yeah those were the days for sure probably from when i was like yeah like 15 to like 19 20 even i was i was definitely rocking like way slim pants for sure <laughs> that's tight literally um oh yeah it was i flew through a lot of like uh there's like crew and l1 made like the tight good snow pants that you wanted and they were always like so hard to uh get online like they would just like sell out so fast like even back then you know <laughs> and uh, so I'd always like be super stoked if I'd get a pair and then I would like fucking rip the shit out of them. I remember uh, messaging Max Hill like on Facebook when I was in like high school being like, what kind of pants do you have? And like, duh, duh, duh. and he like, he told me he had some like Orage pants that he like tapered himself, you know? Yeah. So then I'd like, you know, have my mom like try to like taper my like like some snow pants in i had like a super goofy pair of those for sure yeah definitely blew out a lot of crotches and stuff and uh yeah i don't know if it was worth it but you know that's mad funny bro did you yeah so you didn't have a sponsor by then but then it looks like yeah. a year later you got sponsored by saga is that how things went uh yeah yeah, I think they just, like, commented on, uh, like, the Super Unknown, and, like, my friends were just, just like, bro, you should, like, hit them up, and I was like, I don't know, and then I just, like, emailed them, and they got back to me, and, yeah, that's how that whole thing started. I never had owned uh, any Saga clothes uh, before then, and I remember even making fun of, like, uh, some of, you know, they're more all color or like you know super crazy color like one pc kind of stuff and like my one friend got i like the day i like like i got i at this point i was like living at this other house with like a bunch of friends and uh like the one kid like got super mad he's like <clears throat> he was all mad because like uh he's like bro you don't even like soccer you were talking shit on them and i was like well, they make other stuff that's, like, kind of cool looking, you know? Like, he's like, bro, I can't believe you were, like, hating on them. And then you, like, asked them if they'd sponsor you. And I was like, but, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was those were some cool years, the Saga years, definitely. Rest in peace, Saga. Yeah. What was the uh, What was the setup of their deal? Were they just giving you free stuff and then you'd be in videos? Or were they? At that point, it was, like, they were just giving me free clothes but then like i got to go to like bear mountain a couple of times got to go to tahoe then got to go to like 
quite a few to the end of like the last like west coast sessions just like tagged along and was like what the hell like i get to do this this is pretty cool <laughs> but yeah um so it gets to do that that uh yeah they would like help reimburse like some uh some of the costs like if i went on like some trips later on yeah but, yeah it, was, it wasn't uh wasn't the most money but you know it was it was pretty chill of them to give me some money for gas and food and whatnot along the way yeah that's not terrible so yeah. when did vishnu come into the mix or let's not even that when did Emmett come into the mix for you considering he's the reason you know it's like having a mutual friend at the bar you go oh how do you know how do you know so and so so let's talk about Emmett for a second how'd you meet him so he I met him because he, he lived at a house with uh, some of the people I've already mentioned but that was another house where there was probably like uh, anywhere from like eight to like maybe like 10 people living there at a time. Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to even think, I think my friends, at least the Healy's lived there. And I think Smuffy probably maybe already lived there by then. No, I don't think so. Cause he lived with some other people, but basically he lived at this house of people that I knew from New York, like these older guys. Or so I would like go over and like hang out there with them and then Emmett would be there, you know. And then we just I I like ended up seeing like all his videos because like the you know, my friends were like, Oh yeah, look, check out like uh joint pains or no, that's not what they were calling it at that point. Or maybe it was. No, I think it was. Trying to remember what these old uh, Emmett videos he used to make are called. I'm blanking right now. I should know this. Pretty sure it's joint pains though. Were they were they like Vishnu videos or was this like no no like no. Emmett they, vlogging? Emmett was probably riding like some surfaces or something like that. <laughs> but at some point, yeah, him and uh, Kale. Um, he Kale also like helped. Uh, found Vishnu and then he's no longer a part of it but they were uh friends at the time and uh I just ended up like skiing with them and uh they ended up finessing a deal from Elon and uh Elon was like giving them like a small travel budget and like uh some pairs of skis to like go like film like a little street video um you know like Emmett like I'm not sure. It was probably Emmett got this deal done. I'm not positive, but between them, they got like sponsored by Elon, made a few little videos. I believe they're called, uh, fuck, Art Sport. It's called Art Sport. And uh, I bet if you go back on like Emmett's like Vimeo, you could like find all these crazy videos. But um, so they were like sponsored by Elon or whatever. And then basically they were like, do you like, I was like, can I get some Elons like, or like whatever, or I don't even remember. And they're like, yeah, here's some Elons. So I had like, so, like a couple pairs of these like crazy Elon skis that like, they had like concave at like the front of like, in like tails of the skis. 
if that makes sense like like that base like wasn't like flat it like was like a skateboard and had like concave like like pretty subtle but kind of noticeable but it made like the skis like supposedly supposedly like you know more buttery i don't know but anyways got like a couple pairs of uh elon skis and then probably like couple months later they were like bro we want to start our own ski company and i was like what and they're like like yeah you you should ride for us and i was like yeah okay you guys are you know just you know being drunk and stoned like talking in the basement i'm like yeah let's start a ski company haha ha, cool and then uh then they actually you know got like uh made made a sample with uh one of their other friends at the time chris and uh chris Trunek, and they yeah made a couple sample skis some of them broke right away some of them were just like two by fours and then uh they made this one pair i don't think anyone still has it Emmett might have like a piece of it left it, it ended up breaking it into many pieces but they made like this ski and like drove it out to i was at freaking war rails on like one of those like saga trips where like they were going out to uh like i think it was like probably like john kutcher and like steve step and me maybe nikki Kiefer. i don't know if he was on that trip i can't really remember but i was like dude i don't know like should i be in like I wasn't like really expecting to be in war rails. I just wanted to go, but then like Jerm Paquette, the team manager, like got me in. But anyways, I had like an exploded pair of Elon skis, and then like they like drove all the way out there, like uh, and like brought me these skis, like as I was like hiking up, like for like the practice at War Rails, which I totally like sucked in and was like super hungover for and skied like shit, but ended up like riding um these new like vishnu skis you know i don't even know if i rode them but they drove all the way out there and gave them to me i don't remember if i rode them in the contest because they literally pulled up and were like here's these skis we drove all the way to bear mountain from salt lake and like finished these skis that have like fucking like tape on top of them like you should ride them and I was like dude I think I was like I'm not I can't ride them like I want to try them but I'm not gonna ride the ski I've never ridden before like you know in a contest like right now you know but then after that we like I think we just kind of took turns because I think me me I know me and Emmett are like the same boot size Kale might have been too but we were like all like taking turns like riding the ski and it was just so soft and light it was crazy and it, obviously they exploded in like two days but uh that was like the first pair of like good news where it was like oh my god like these things are so buttery and light like and just like super soft like ridiculously soft and it was like damn we can make like really soft skis you know so that was that was a big moment but they drove all the way to Bear Mountain to uh, deliver those to me. It was pretty, it was pretty, uh, I was like, what the hell are you guys doing? But I think they wanted to just come to Bear Mountain too. And I don't blame them because that place is awesome. But yeah. And so what year is that? 
taking place? I want to say 2014. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, maybe, th- no, probably 14. I want to say 2014. Yeah. I, I could look and verify. That's all right. I mean, that seems like it was a big year for you, like Saga and Vishnu popping up at the same time. About about the same time, seems like. Yeah, definitely. I got to ask you, long-time listeners of the show know this. I'm a huge Steve Stepp fanboy doing an episode with him. I like I could have finished doing the podcast after that. I was like, whatever. Like, that's the guy I wanted to interview. So I want to ask you, what was it like being on a team with him? Dude, I would, like, not stop laughing. Like, the whole car rides there. He was in the truck. Like, he's so funny, dude. Like, I just, yeah. I, I tried to be, like, as matches, like, ridiculous. Like, just try to be funny energy. So, I think it was fun when we were on trips together. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he was, he's a funny guy. That's tight. I like that. Uh, dude, I think, uh, I don't know what it is. I think maybe sometimes people, like, just, like, I do think that, uh, like, his trolling series stands the test of time like you would watch those videos like the zane cushman character is still like so damn funny but that's like when i first really got huge into park skiing so i think that's why like he like imprinted on me um so it's cool that you get to see it like firsthand like literally like front row seats on the same team that's pretty fucking sick yeah he was he's so good like i just remember like watching him do like just like a lot of like spin, like spinning hard, like both ways, and just being like, "What?" I don't know. It, I was just really impressed. I remember him being like, "Damn!" Like I'm riding with the Green Goblin right now. This is crazy. That's funny. Did you know him at all from being like the the Pennsylvania area? Like, because I, I mean, him and yeah. Tom are a couple years older than you, but no, the first time I probably ever saw, well, I probably saw shit on like like old four by nine stuff. But my friend uh, that I grew up that I was talking about, like hitting that first rail with, he had a Slamina by four by nine. I think that came out in like 2008. Yeah. I just uh, remember uh, like seeing Steve's clips in that and was like, damn, like this guy's sick. I like his, his he's super steezy, you know? Yeah, like, would have been probably what I said back then, because <laughs> he, he was styling it out, doing some good rail tricks, some good jump tricks, just classic form, really. Yeah, my favorite fun fact from the episode with him, and then we'll move on from Steve Step. The older kids, when they were making fun of him, they used to call him and his crew the Ass Goblins, and uh, <laughs> oh damn, that's kind of it's kind of a sick crew name, honestly. But yeah. Uh, it's already taken. So that's that's the end of my Steve Step uh, little adventure. Um, what's up with Soul Riders and a van with oh, that man. printed on it? What's what's good with Soul Riders? Yeah, shout out um, to, to Mark Kogelman and, and Jake Callahan. And... Yeah, so basically, that's the, where do I even start? Holy shit. 
So my friend Jacob Callahan, who uh, filmed most of and edited uh, like that super unknown, and he he was making like some, uh, you know, like little like episode video series back then. It was called, uh, fuck, what was it called? Basin Days, because he, he grew up riding snow basin, him and a bunch of guys that and I used to hang out with uh, in the, my earlier years living here. Um, but anyways, so Jake's like super into videography. You know, he was, he was the first person I ever knew personally that like had like a red camera and was like super into like equipment. And that's back when I was, you know, using like GL1, GL2 and like VXs and stuff like that. Like I was like, you know kind of like oh i don't like like the super hd stuff you know or like you know it, but it was kind of crazy it was like damn he's got like this crazy camera and he would do um like i think he'd do like you know like uh filming for like uh you know companies what whatever he was he was just like a filmer for hire that he would do stuff like that for. So he was really good at like editing and like, you know, super into like, he was probably the first person I ever like sat down with to like edit something. And he was like, you know, all, all worried about like the colors and like the sound and like making everything all like how he wanted stuff to look, you know? So he was like a professional uh, filmer editor guy. And then I don't know how he met this guy, but basically, uh, Mark Kogelman is, he's like, I'm not sure how old he is. He's from Pennsylvania originally. He's probably, sorry, Mark, if you're listening, I bet he's in his, he's 40 something, I would guess. But basically, so he, you know, used to be quite an extreme skier himself and, uh, I'm not sure how he got in touch with Jacob Callahan, but basically one day Jacob Callahan calls me or I'm like skiing with him. I don't remember. And he's like, dude, like, yeah, this guy, um, like he, he, he's trying to like, how do I even describe this? He's like, he's like, I want to have like, like a crew of like athletes that do like extreme stuff and like I'll film it and stuff like that. So actually, yeah. So the year before I was involved, they went to India, like like a bunch of like random, I think Thane Rich was among the people that got to go. I know he was, I'm like 90% sure. Thank, you know Thane Rich? No, I don't believe so. Oh, he's like super crazy uh, backcountry, uh, big jumper, big cliff jumper kind of dude uh ski he's more of a little cottonwood guy yeah. or like uh, yes yeah, snowbird alta kind of guy but he he's gnarly but anyways him and like some other people they like flew to india and were like heli skiing and stuff and i'm like what the hell is this company like this is like how much money are they spending like what the fuck and uh so he jake's like yeah so like last year they went to india and the done like like they're trying to like sell this like to epic tv which was like some like website i don't it's probably still there i don't know it was like based out of the uk 
and it would just be like extreme videos it was like you know how, like, like it was like a like a corny like red bull like ad like thing you know that's like extreme sports like meant for like people who don't really do them and you know just like super over the top like filming editing you, you get what i'm saying oh absolutely like, that's the vibe that's the vibe of like epic tv or was at the time so i was like what's still the, the vibe i just looked him up there it's still the same thing it looks like so i think that kogelman had worked out some sort of like uh like we'll give you so many episodes epic tv and you'll pay us x amount or whatever and i think that they, they like had a deal you know um, that it would be like exclusive to like Epic TV or whatever in like the Soul Riders thing. And then I think the Epic TV thing kind of fell through in like when they rebranded as We Are the Coterie, which is a, another whole like story thing. Um, but yeah, so the Soul Riders stuff that went on to um, like Epic TV. I think one of the videos is titled. And we didn't have anything to do with this. It was titled like, like Dylan Manley and Luke Roberts hit some of the gnarliest rails on the entire East Coast. And me and Luke are just like, bro, what? No. And, uh, you know, it was like super over-edited. Like, no, sorry, J. Cal, if, if, uh, if you're ever listening to this. But, you know, it, it was, let's just say that he edited it. Um, and I, you know... It was, it was pretty good, but it was just like, you know, a little over the top for my taste. But, you know, he was trying to edit it to make, uh, you know, like uh, Kogelman or rather like Epic TV happy, you know. So there, there's, yeah, if you look up that, I, I think like Soul Riders, like that shit should come up. Yep, Daily Motion. Sign like, Dylan the Sauce Boy Manly is a native New Yorker rapidly brought up on the urban scene. Bro, I fucking yeah, I think J Cal probably wrote that if he called me a sauce boy. <laughs> That's oh, fire. That's fire. But, you were also like you're on the TGR TGR website. We are what? The yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, Dylan Manley, Utah, full part, and then there's all this stuff that's in Mandarin. Oh, that <laughs> you see, was you probably, know that one, dude. <laughs> I don't know what that says. I wonder. J. Cal just like wrote it. Like, was like, dude, check it out. I can just like type in Chinese. I was like, what are you writing? He's like, I think he probably it probably says something fucked up. I bet it says when you translate it, it says the throbbing erection. No, uh I swear to God, bro. What? That's sick. <laughs> That's in the title. It, it's just that in Mandarin. And this is Dylan Manley, Utah, never full part. Nobody's ever told me that. That's what, That's, crazy. That's what it says right here. What? <laughs> when you do it, like the Google Translate, I'm sure it was. No way. Sure, that wasn't like the exact phrasing he was going for. No, I'm sure that's what he, yeah, I'm sure he tried to fucking. Damn, that's like a goof, like 10 years in the making, probably, or something. <laughs> that's a big reveal right there, dude. Like, you've been waiting. Damn, got me, J. Cal. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's another. 2014. That's a joke that landed again <laughs> nine years later. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. that's attached to your name forever now. Fuck. 
That's dope. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm riding like lawn skis in that. I don't think I'd be riding any Vishnu's in it. But anyways, I don't know. With the whole Soul Riders thing, Jake's like, there's this guy and he's like, will give us enough money that we can go like drop we can borrow his van and we can fucking drive to back to Allegheny, New York and like hit rails there and go to like Buffalo and like stop in the Midwest and go to Pittsburgh and shit. And I'm like, what? Like, all right, let's do it. And then, you know, so I knew Emmett and Kale a little bit. And, you know, me and Luke were definitely real good friends by that point. But I didn't know Emmett and Kale that well. But I was like, hey, do you guys want to come on this, like, trip? You know, we're going to. And they're like, yeah. So, you know, we all hopped in a van with J. Cal and uh, hit the East Coast for Soul Riders. That's sick. It was pretty funny. <laughs> that's actually like a pretty cool setup i don't know how i feel about oh, the soul riders crazy. i was like yeah i was like this isn't like how, it just was crazy like j cow and kogel like like j cow like i don't know i think kogelman just wanted to go like super big and like uh just like really was like willing to spend this crazy amount of money to like make this shit happen like dude i remember yeah the one night i trying to remember what the bill is Emmett brought it up the other day I think we racked up like 300 bucks at dinner like we were just like buying he was like use the card and like we were just we were just spending like way too much money I remember I got uh really drunk in the van on uh on a road trip and I think we stopped in like Nebraska and went to like a sweet baby raise and I like fucking squirted like a fucking half bottle of like barbecue sauce in my mouth and ordered like a fucking huge plate of like chicken and ribs and like took like one bite and like threw up and like passed back out and then woke back up at highland hills i like woke up and we were like in the parking lot of highland hills just like woke up from like this drunk nap and went skiing and it was a good time were you guys It's like the, it's just the, it's so stupid. Were you guys like, was it a tour where you guys were like interacting with the public or it was just a filming, like it was a filming mission? So, you know, were you like, hey, Highland Hills, we're, we're showing up a bunch of like drunk, I think, pretty much just, or was it, or were you guys just showing up and filming and like no one knew you were there? Yeah, that's basically what it was. I think that, um, you know, Jake or Kogelman had like written like an, emailed to highland hills being like we're soul riders <laughs> we're gonna like film some shit here if you give us free passes and they're like okay so i'm pretty sure there's some highland clips uh in the mix somewhere yeah but um yeah i remember luke did like a really sick like six i think he did like a six thirty like mute grab or something or it was just like a, like a good one and i was like whoa that was sick um yeah then we shit where did we stay i don't even remember i think it was fucking like saint paul i want to say and it was like negative like 50 it was like actually negative 50 degrees 
and it was going to be for like the next like three days i think we hit a spot when it was like more than like negative 20 it might have been like negative 30 and like i just remember emmett and j cal were just dying like trying to and everyone was just like this sucks like just like it was like so cold and we woke up the next day and it was like yeah it's gonna be like negative 50 for like the next fucking like three days so then we just drove like straight to uh pittsburgh which is where uh kale's uh from that area so yeah i don't know where i was going with that but then I don't know. That's basically was like the first Soul Riders trip. And then we went to like where I'm from, <clears throat> like area, hit some stuff that I like knew about from high school or like growing up and then hit some stuff in Buffalo. Then we uh, came back. That was the first Soul Riders trip we did. You guys did more than one. I'm trying to think. I can't believe because one happened. And then I mean, because then they rebranded is like we are the coterie. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I think I'm trying to think, because I feel like the year where I was like <clears throat> trying to think if that was the same year where I had like the 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 erect whatever that video. I think that was the year before Soul Riders, but it could have been the same year. I can't remember at this well, point. Well, I'm seeing like 2014. It's like we are the coterie. Uh, uh, Dylan Manley and uh, Luke Roberts ski the gnarliest rails on the East Coast, and then there's the 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 Mandarin Dick joke. So, it seems like th- those were all published around the same time. So that just might have been an extremely busy year for you. It seems like. Oh yeah, I mean I don't know. Uh, it's, to say. About, it's all around the same time but that being all like almost 10 years ago I just it just all blends together I should yeah. have like I wish I had like a timeline in front of me right now it's all right that's part but, of my uh, that's part of my job and I was driving like three and a half hours before this so we'll let it remain a mystery you know it's like just you know it's how you describe it to everyone this isn't we're not building a Wikipedia page off this we're just going over the past a little bit um I gotta ask you, what were you doing for like school during all of this? Like all this crap's going on and you're in school for kinesiology. Are you just taking the semester off? Yeah, I would go to school. Like I would do like the, um, like I would go to school. I think we, yeah, we had like trimesters at the U. So I would go like summer, fall, and then take off the spring semester which was like, I'd get off, you know, you're like done uh, Christmas break or whatever. Then I wouldn't have to go back to school till like May, like 15th or something. But I would go to school from like May to December. And then intentionally with hopes of like, just not even like I did that from the beginning, like just wanting to ski, you know? So that's why I, I did that. They yeah. always did until I graduated. That's a pretty sweet setup, actually. So you lost your summers, but who cares? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, that's hilarious, dude. I can't believe <laughs> that. Just soul riders. 
Yeah, I, I made it known that I wasn't crazy about the name from the beginning. I don't know. But Kogelman, Kogelman uh, did a lot for me. And, you know, he, he's a he's a good friend for sure. I hope he's doing well. He lives in PA, has a couple of kids. Still goes skiing every once in a while, I think. So I hope he's doing good. Dude, shout out. I mean, he 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 tried to make it happen. He, yeah, because, yeah, he really put it on um he really put it on for us i mean and then at some point you know we went on like a like a trip where it was like me and like Kiefer, and then i yeah kutcher was there we were in like boston it was like one of those years where it like snowed a shit ton in boston yeah i remember uh, that year trying to like get the, what, the bad like it was like that six video's- feet yeah, it's called like trust your judgment or something. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. We trust I, your judgment. I think it's Yeah, okay. So that's from the first year that our first Vishnu video came out, gas, because I went on the trip. We were like, dude, that was like the first year we had Vishnu skis like uh, you know, being made in salt lake you know and like uh we went on a street trip so whatever year that came out um i like went on this trip to minneapolis and then or no sorry milwaukee and then i took a i flew to boston to meet up with uh j cal and uh Kiefer uh kutcher i'm trying to remember if steve was there i don't I don't think he was. I'm sorry if you were, Steve. I don't think Steve was there. But it was like Kutcher and Kiefer and me and J. Cal and Boaz, who's the filmer homie. But uh, yeah, so I like, I don't know. That's That was that year that that came out. And I think, you, I think it's just like on iTunes. You have to buy it for like $5 or something. I'm not positive. Yeah, there's a pre. Oh yeah, so there's a preview on like on the whatever it is, SkiMag.com. It's like owned by Outside now, but there's a preview for it. It looks pretty good. So you didn't end up going to Japan with these guys because that's in the description. No, I didn't. They told me I was gonna get to, and I went and got a passport, and I didn't get to go. Yeah, that like Lupe and fucking all those other guys got to go, and I was like, damn. So, so the coterie. I've never even heard of this before. I feel like I'm having a I don't know if you listened to the Pete Kukov episode, but I didn't know what pork frat was. And oh, that, just explain that to me because I'm a dumbass. And so the coterie, I've never heard of the coterie before. So Most who, people haven't. So was this just like a one-year, two-year crew? It seems like it's a lot of the Saga guys at the time. Yeah, it was, yeah so basically it was like the Soul Riders thing, and then they were just kind of trying to like re- – he just like – I think the Epic TV thing, they had a falling out. And then he just was like, let's just rebrand it and call it We Are the Coterie. And I was like, uh, I don't know about this name, guys. And then, you know, no one listened to me. And that's that's what they landed on. And uh, yeah, I think we just made that one video that nobody ever saw because like it's fucking not free on the internet like it should have been. I mean, they had to make money back, I guess, but there's no way like he sold like enough copies for like to make a return on that off that alone so i don't know how that all ended up 
for him, but that was kind of the end of it. And by that time, by that point, it was like, I just want to focus on like filming with like Emmett and like, you know, the Vishnu guys and stuff. So mm-hmm. it just kind of, it just kind of fizzled out after that, uh, trust your judgment video. And that was kind of the end of it. Boom. And then Jay Powell like moved, yeah. moved away and, uh, yeah, that was just kind of the end of it. Then I just, we, the, then we just started doing all the Vishnu videos from Gas all the way up to, to the new one and, and stuff. Yeah, so you, it was just full Vishnu after that. Nothing, nothing else. Say again. So it was just fully Vishnu. It was just fully Vishnu after that. There was not nothing else that got dealt with. Oh, yeah, no, not really. Nope. That was it. It was like any any in my street clips after like the first Vishnu video, besides like them the other ones being in like the We Are the Coterie video. And that's the thing I remember being like, yo, can I please get those shots and like make just one part? So basically I had like, you know, all those clips that were in the first video, and then there's other clips in the second video or the the coterie video, but Anyways, yeah, but anything after that point, it was just all in the Vishnu vids, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, exclusively. So, back to our mutual friend Emmett. What is he like on, on you know, at the street spot? He says he described he described his skiing as as uh, like he's the the comedic relief skier. Would you agree with that statement? I mean, he's like, uh, you know, you can't ever underestimate him. Like, you know, he might, he might hit a rail, you know, he might bust out and slide. Yeah. He's, I remember him saying, yeah, he's like when the morale's down and when we're just chilling or if he's just feeling frisky, he'll bust it out. But yeah, no, he, I would say that's accurate, you know? Yeah. He's, he, he's, he's still got moves though. You might yeah. see him do do a couple two seventies out. Some might do some crazy. You never know. Yeah, I like that. I usually just take whatever the whatever the guest says on the show. I usually just take it as fact. I rarely ever push back on people, but this no, is an opportunity, yeah. this opportunity to fact check him. So it checks out. He's good. Me and Emmett, yeah, it's like we like we'll have like a battle of see who can like uh i don't know just like worry the most like if a spot's like more gnarly you know be like what about this what about that or like it'll be like you never know what you're gonna get like sometimes it'll just be like oh you're being a bitch like don't worry about like that piece of sharp metal right there we don't need to cover that up or stuff like that you know um yeah i i mean at the spot yeah he's just uh you know, we're, we've just been doing it a long time, I think. So we, and like working together and yeah. So it's kind of like, we'll just not even really need to, I, I shouldn't have said that he like worries so much, you know, like he does, but we just like are always on the same page. Most of the time we're on the same page until we're not. And then, then we're like bitching at each other and stuff. But <laughs> you, most of the time we're on the same page with like, okay should we do this should we do that he'll have a good idea and i'll be like oh cool or vice versa 
be like, oh yeah, let's uh, move the snow from there to there. I don't know, whatever. But he's good to have at the spot. Yeah, you guys have a good. You guys have a It'll nice working relationship. Sometimes I'll do a thing. I'll do a thing where I like roll up, like to a feature, like way too many times, like like go down the in run or get like winched in. I feel way bad when I'm like getting winched in or something, and I just like take like a couple like i don't know it could be five times could be like 20 times where i'm like like just do a fucking hockey stop and i'm like fuck like i should have done it like a bitch like next one and then it'll just be emma's usually pretty supportive you know he's like everyone usually is you know they're like you got it like don't trip out you know but if like it's like something like where i'm like taking forever you know emma will kind of be like all right you know like what do you think? Like, should we call it or like come back or what are you thinking on it? You know, but he's, you know, he's always, he, he's good at reading the situation, like whatever we're doing, like whenever <clears throat> we're hitting spots together and stuff, he knows, he knows the vibes. We vibe together basically is you can just cut all the rest out and just say we vibe together. Yeah. Word. All that, all the, all the rest of that, we'll just bleep it out, cut it. Like you guys are just yeah, no, that's good. That's a good dynamic to have with people, especially especially since he's the one get, getting you your skis. You know, it's good to get along. Right? With, yeah, it's good to get along with somebody like that. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So you guys have made like five or six or whatever videos together since I'm trying to figure do this. It looks like it's been like seven years, seven or eight years of doing these street videos. Does that sound about right? Um, yeah, maybe nine. I'm trying Jeez. to think. I'm trying to think what year the gas one came out. Because that would be the first, like, Vishnu one we did. Yeah, that was. That looks real. 2014? It looks like it was re uploaded in 2018. Oh, you know why? Because the original one was probably on Vimeo. Yeah. Dude, that's something that the youngins don't know. The young kids oh, don't man. know how big Vimeo was. Vimeo was yeah, it's crucial. huge. Crucial, dude. And all that and all that's gone. So yeah, it was re-uploaded in it was re-uploaded in uh 2018. But it looks like 2014 about that time. I want to say 2014. That's like nine years. Yeah, it might be 2015. I want to say 14 though. No. Shit, I don't know. I think fifteen. We'll say I think two thousand fifteen. All right, we'll we'll lock in fifteen. Eight years ago. I don't know if anyone cares about that, but I I care about it for timeline sakes. Um, right. Let's just jump to today. Just like completely jump over eight years of whatever. Um, first clip of the new movie. You just knock yourself out cold, off like a fifteen foot drop, straight yeah, but- concrete to your head. Yeah, that that sucks. That was so stupid. <laughs> Let's see. Can we do this? Let's see if we could uh, stand by. We're gonna try this because we got the video. Let's do screen share. Let's see if screen share works. Oh no. Uh, share screen. Are you seeing it? Is it gonna trip out? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, now we're good. Oh, true. Yeah.
Oh yeah. Uh oh, he's snoring is the the phrase of that clip. So what happened? Um so yeah, that night, let me think. So like got off work and uh I'd never even like seen that spot. I forget what else we did before that. Um I think like we were trying to like hit a rail or like Kyson had a spot he wanted to hit or something. But um yeah they were like I, I don't even know like how we ended up there um I don't know but we like came to this spot it's in like kind of like southeast eastern like Salt Lake probably more like I want to say the Mill Creek area I honestly don't know what the address of it is like I don't remember like <laughs> like getting there as much I, I remember like pretty much everything leading up to it but um yeah I was like there was just a couple inches of snow or whatever and I was just like I really want to get a shot and, and like I thought I could be as cool as like Will Wesson so fucking what it's like some level one movie where he like grinds like a flat rail and then jumps forward and then like goes down like a down flat down or maybe even a quad kink like going the other way do you know what I'm talking about yeah it's like a tr it's like a redirect on from like a flat it's it's yeah yeah but it's like it's like a redirect on, only on rails so you're redirecting on the rail yeah yeah so i wanted to jump i was like oh like we could slide i slide this ledge and then jump forward and go down that down one like it's not a far hop like that should be easy and everyone else was like dude that's like kind of gnarly like it's like you know two stories tall and i'm like no i just like land on it and like go down and the ledge like we were like rub breaking it and stuff and like waxing it and like trying to get it to ice over and it was like too warm so like wasn't gonna like ice or anything and i was like they're like i was just like not sliding that well but the down one seemed like it was gonna slide like super well so i was like whatever like i could like probably slide this ledge or i, I thought i could obviously i was like i could slide this ledge and then jump forward go down the other one um so that time i think probably like once or twice before that i just like got on and like jumped off right away like to the you know safe side like to my like right side just to the ground just kind of like testing it. and i'm like oh it's not like sliding that well but whatever like i got it and then on that one i just like caught or like wasn't sliding like you know it's like super awkward i'm just like like on it and shit and then yeah so at this point i think that i probably wanted to like not because i kept jumping off to like the flat part right like just to the ground and i was just like kind of wanted to do that a couple times just to get the feel of the ledge but that one i like jumped over too far and i was like oh i can't like stop like but go forward and i just like didn't have any speed and i like you know my edges were catching so i was like fuck i gotta jump forward but like yeah so like at this point i'm like oh i gotta jump like fuck i didn't mean to be going see i'm like my like looks i'm gonna go forward and then yeah so i'm like jumping and then i'm like trying to like grab onto that ledge but then i my 
I fucking lock into a sick fucking switch creeper, you see, like on my right leg going down. And then at this point, my left leg, I still have a scar on my shin from where I hit my uh, left shin off the thing right here. And then, you know, I go to put my hand, you know, both my, yeah, my legs caught. That one's just like going down the rail faster than my other leg. This one's caught on concrete. This one's on a rail doing a six switch nug. I go to put my hands down and just miss, you know, and then, yeah, just like head straight to the stairs. Uh, that was, that was about it. And then I remember waking up and probably, I don't know how long it had gone by. But like I, I had been awake, but like coming to, and I just remember looking down and like my ski boots are like still on, and I'm just like sitting on the ground, and I'm like, you gotta ask Emmett what I said on like the next episode or something. But he was like, uh, like like what I was saying. I think he yeah he came off after I woke up and like took my skis off, and I was like, stop, those are my skis. He said I was like talking like a fucking like toddler, like look <laughs> at my skis, get off me. But I remember coming to and everyone just standing over me, looking all concerned. And I'm like, what's wrong? Like, and I was like, why is the wind? I was like, what's wrong? Like, is the winch like not working? Like, why? Why didn't we get the shot? Oh, damn, my head hurts. <laughs> just had like fucking fat softball on my uh, right. Uh, right in my temple and uh yeah then just uh i was probably asked where my phone wallet and keys were like a hundred times probably like smoked like fucking bunch of cigs in a row just like i was just like fuck my shit hurts kind of like chipped like one of my teeth like a little bit and like i'd like fuck my i've knocked like eight of my teeth like most of the way out of my mouth before so I was all worried about that and yeah, then got like a CAT scan and, and my girlfriend came and picked me up and she took forever to get there and Emmett and Kyson were like, why? She like took like three hours to like drive like what should have been like 10 minutes. And you're going to be passed out and have a period. But yeah, then they just sent me home. Dude, the, the fucking doctor was like, I was like, how long should I wait to, like, ski again? He's like, well, I don't know, like, whenever you feel up to it. I was like, well, shouldn't I wait? Like, I had, I didn't ski for probably close to a month. It, pro between three weeks and a month, that's how long I took off of, like, zero skiing. You know, I really didn't have, like, any, like, too bad of, like, post-concussive, like, disorder, like, stuff, like, didn't like never really like like I definitely like my head fucking hurt but it was like my head hurts not like a headache like you know what I mean like an external headache not like a you know no migraines or anything your head, like that. your head is sore but not your brain yeah yeah for sure I definitely was like pretty stupid for um a little bit after that I don't know probably like wasn't very good for my memory and stuff so uh people should you should wear a helmet don't don't think i'm cool for not wearing one i should it's bad but yeah be careful out there <laughs> well you have a lot of great clips in that movie a lot of really great ones
that's the one that stands out because it's the opener, obviously. But we're we're approaching one thirty. I want to get you some of these viewer questions. So there's your there's your tears of joy analysis. We get we got one clip. Unless there's a clip that you are like dying to break down, like if, if there's a standout trick. But otherwise, we could we could go straight to viewer questions. Um, I mean, if you had anything in mind, I don't, I don't know. Dude, I, that, I mean, that one is just <laughs> that bail is just so brutal. That that's yeah, what stood out that's to me. a brutal one. <laughs> I yeah, mean, there's a, there's a there's a lot of great shit in here. I don't mean to like disrespect any anything you did and be like, oh, no, 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 about no, the bail, no. but like, I didn't, I didn't really, yeah, I was like, dude, I don't want that in the video, and everyone's like, no, nah, it has to be, no, I'm it like, has to right. be, yeah. I'm like, all right, fine, but I mean, we could break down. The problem is like all of these clips are are fire, so it's like if we break down oh, one, it's like all oh, well, this one, the transfer is pretty good, yeah. We would be here all day if we were breaking that down. So that's a little that's teaser. For, that's a little teaser for everyone to go watch Tears of Joy because I want to get to some of these viewer questions because this is this isn't the Tears of Joy breakdown episode. This is the Who is Dylan Manley episode. So okay, let's get some of these. They're very lighthearted. A lot of them are. That's a lot of what's a lot of what's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? I just gotta load it. All right. Let's see. Holden, what's your favorite brand of cigarettes? Me? Oh, man. Smoking, don't smoke is bad for you. But I smoke uh, Camel Blue cigarettes. I'm so, so happy you said that because you look exactly like the guy that they used to use to promote camels. Have you ever seen him? Like Joe Camel? No, not the not like the, the camel. Like the not camels? the camel. Not the camel. The guy. Have you ever seen the guy? I don't I don't know. What do you mean? That's that's even better because I'm gonna post the photo I'm gonna post the photo tomorrow and tag you in it for promo for this episode. All right, so, so you can just wait and see it. Um you look just like him and it's uh, it's awesome. So I'm so glad that you said camel. Not the not the Marlboro man, I'm like the camel man. No, you're the camel man, and you're going to be like, right, fuck, I look just like this guy. You also look That's just funny. like, um, uh, what is his name? Uh, he, he sings a song about the Edmund Fitzgerald. Uh, you look just like, dude, is it Gordon Lightfoot? I think it's Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, it is Gordon Lightfoot. Damn. Do you know Hell him? Yeah. You know Gordon Lightfoot? It sounds familiar. He's a musician, I believe. Right? Yeah, I'll, I'm going to pull it up right now, actually. Yeah, he's actually smoke. He's actually smoking in this photo as well. So this is just share screen. Uh, let's Alrighty. see. Boom, Gordon Lightfoot. Oh yeah, like he's definitely. I don't know if he's a ginger, but like, no, that's, that's, that's pretty good. For sure. That's pretty good. Yeah, he's posted. That's yeah, tight. he's posted. And that song about the Edmund Fitzgerald, the you know the ship that sunk in the, in the Great Lakes. Great song. You kind of look like him. Yeah. Um, now I'm starting. Dude, I'm starting to. I'm starting to lose it. We're doing these late episodes. This is. This is. We're getting into. Uh, we're getting into radio. Yeah. Hour. Sorry. I feel like I've been just like rambling and like going off on tangents and then getting like lost in like all these things that I could say about all those other things. So. Oh, it's great. It's My great. bad. It's all about. Ra- it's all, all right. about the rabbit holes. Um, 
One P underscore T. Thomas. Uh-oh. Most punchable homie. Wait, no. Is that is that is is that a question or is T Stone saying that I'm uh, No, the he's most asking you who he's asking you who you think is the most um, And no dodging. Oh, no. Probably Emmett. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't want to punch anybody, but yeah. I don't know. Damn. Probably just anybody who doesn't fuck with Nature Boy. You know Pushing Peas? Nature Boy? Of course I know Pushing Peas. This is his year, it seems like. Yeah, I mean... You should just get lost if you're not into pushing peas, probably. No, I don't know. Okay, back. Who's the most punchable homie? I don't know. Um, damn, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to. I don't. I, I. I don't. I don't know. I'll be the most punchable homie. I can't. I, can, I can't punch anybody out there. All right, we'll leave it back. We'll let you. We'll let you dodge that one. Um, just anyone with jet skis. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shout out! Shout out to, to the jet skis. Um, Aaron Zinni, best street crew. Best street crew. Um. I mean, fuck, Push P tried to hit the rail in front of AutoZone on State Street. That was is, that one where, is that the one where he got kicked out? No, that one's like two, that one's like three blocks from my house, though. The J rail. <laughs> Damn. Um, I think everyone, I, I think everyone in skiing has this phenomenon that you know a clip is big when people outside of skiing start sending it to you. And you're like, I know who that is and where that clip is. They're where that clip was shot. You know? Oh, like, right. what, like I got sent that video like three times. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. I'm a little partial, obviously, but I'm gonna say child labor for sure. Word. <clears throat> Definitely child labor. 100%. Um, I like it. But there's some there's some tame what's your i mean there's so many everyone just wants to know what's your favorite this what's your favorite that let's take it negative let's bring it to a negative headspace nick yeah nick says what's the ugliest ski in the game what's the ugliest skis um damn that cast valley hold up oh looks this is my girlfriend Lara, by the way. What's up? This is my cat Wally. <laughs> One of the ugliest skis. Um, damn. Again, I don't know. I don't want to say. I don't. I'm not trying to be mean out here. No, oh, that's right. We tried. We tried to bait you in. Some people take the bait. Mean. Fuck. No. I. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, let's go later. Let's go Probably later. Some big. Any. I don't. I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't want to say anything mean. We'll switch it up. We'll switch it up. Colton, what's your favorite Vishnu top sheet, 
and what's your least favorite Vishnu top sheet? Not saying you hate the least favorite one, but there's one, you know, what's your, what's your favorite? What's your least favorite? All right. Well, I probably show you maybe one of my favorites. Let's see here. I got like a bunch of old Vishnu skis over here. Yeah. For the audio only, he's got a dozen pairs probably. All with bindings too. No reusing bindings. No, these well, these are my girlfriend's skis. Oh god! And then I got two two pairs of wets and a wide pair. Okay. This one, yeah. this one's pretty cooked from hitting some wedges and shit. But um, yeah, I got some Cal Cal Carson, best best skier in the world, Cal Carson Pro Mile skis. Um, I really like these ones. Just these uh, the purple uh, marble. These ones are super cool. I'm not. I don't even remember whose they were or why I have them, but I never rode these. They're definitely fucked up. Yeah, but those are some some really old ones. The marble ones are probably some of my favorites. I like all these that are that are over on the wall right now, though. Um, what's my favorite or least favorite graphic? Um. You know, back to um, let's, when let's Evan switch, brought up the yeah. Rolex thing. I, I'm gonna sorry, I I just wasn't a fan of the the watch thing. I don't think I wasn't about it from the get go. And I told it, I told you, Emmett. I was like, yo, they're not gonna let you do the Rolex uh, graphic. So it didn't even happen, and I there think that. I think, I mean, I'm not saying it's not, I just was like, I don't, I wouldn't want to ride this one. For me personally, I, I, you know, that was just how I felt about it. That was probably my least favorite would have been graphic. We'll say that's my answer. Damn, those were more controversial than I thought. That's uh. I I didn't even like them. Yeah, that's tough. Um, Ryan Voyton, best dish you've ever cooked. Um, the ramen. Which one? You're really good at cooking ramen. You are not top chef at cooking anything else. Whoa! (laughs) Damn. What a hater! I tried to. I I made some like mac and cheese with like just like bread cheese and ground beef in it. And I no, I was just trying to not like like go crazy with like extra like fat and like cholesterol. Yeah, you have to add all the heavy cream and all. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I did wake up at 5 a.m. with a stomach ache. Yeah. But (laughs) it was worth it. That's fucked. It was worth it. You're not allowed to cook mac and cheese. That's my job. <laughs> You're not, it's not your interview. Um, um I, you you want to keep you want to keep going on that one? I got I got the next one queued up for you. I mean, uh, what's my favorite thing? Uh, what's what? What was the question? What's the best? What's, what's the my best? Favorite? The best dish. The best dish I've ever conjured up. Uh, probably just like uh, when I used to live uh, at the old house I lived at my upstairs roommate uh, he had like a Traeger grill so he used to like brine wings for like for like a day 
And then I would like smoke them for like super long time on low temperature. And then I'd finish them in my air fryer. So those were like, I'm fr- I love chicken wings uh, and being from, you know, like an hour and a half south of Buffalo. Uh, I would say, yeah, I was just like, whoa, these are some crazy chicken wings I made. There you go. One second, I'm going to grab my computer charger. It's not far. All right. Next question. Cal.vid, best ninth and ninth local and or skater. Uh, Best uh, ninth and ninth skater. Dang. Also, I want to say, you put me onto the four down Instagram page. Oh, yeah. That shit's fire. Yeah, no, I, that's that's a good one to check for sure. Yeah. A lot of good wall bashings. Yeah, what's up, Cal? Um, I would say the best ninth local. Dang. Heels and I mean, jo- Jordan Vigil's pretty good. I might say, might say him, or like maybe even maybe like Colin Brophy, but then like you know, Tyson Bowerbank will pull up. Yeah, but he doesn't count. He doesn't count. Yeah, he does. I don't know. He's not the local. Local in terms of like somebody who hangs out, lives lives in uh, freaking like the area. Um, I'm a big fan of this homie uh, Jesse. He does like he just kind of like makes up his own tricks. He like does like a back tail and then like he'll like do like a figure four leg block and then do like a three sixty tail block like back and like I mean it sounds like I'm just speaking gibberish but like that's like he just like makes up his own moves does a lot of like hang ten stuff and like d- double vary he just does all the kooky tricks so I like watching watching jesse skate a lot he's, he's a funny guy that's tight uh staying on the skate theme underscore skeethan what's your favorite salt lake city skate park ninth and ninth for sure yeah all right let's see um mom, mom, mom. go to light beer that's from uh jwa 2.0 Shout out. Or wait, what what was the question? <laughs> Go to light beer. Oh, I thought you were saying like that was their name or something. I was like, that's a cool username. <laughs> um, uh, my favorite go-to light beer. That would be I a mean, great username. Damn. Yeah. I don't know. Probably uh freaking I mean I would say Yinglings, but I mean, like a light beer, like like Coors Light or something. I don't, I don't drink light beers ever usually. Uh, but like, but like a cheap light beer, like I'll, I'd mess with like a Bush or Budweiser. But if I was back on the East Coast where they have Yinglings, that would be my cheap beer of choice. Yeah. All right. Um. Um. um, um. Dude, I've never seen so many. What's your favorite questions? Raf Diaz. This is slightly rephrased. 
what's your like perfect rail? Like if you're if if you're pulling up, you're like, oh yes, they have it. What what's that rail? <sighs> Dang, like like at a street spot or like a resort? Do you think he means? Could go either one. I Probably mean, yeah, what whatever one like you would look forward to. I, I just like a good like uh, fat tube, like a milli tube size size tube, like any variety of a fat tube. I'm usually pretty down with. I just like a nice, uh, like down like shotgun rail, like a nice long down one, just a nice like long down rail. But then I also like whatever too you know it's like uh not usually like because some people definitely i think think of features and like terms of like i want to find something that looks like this but i'm more i think of it like uh when i see it like if i see something i'm like oh this could be this or that or this is a feature like this or whatever so I feel like I don't really like think of like I'm trying to find like an S rail or like a super kinky rail. It's just like if you find it, then that's kind of what you end up hitting. I don't know. That's kind of how it works for me. I feel like. Yeah. All right. Maybe just a nice flat box, just a nice fat flat box. Look at this dude. Talk about natural transitions. Connor Dot Newman, favorite trick on a box. Um, on a box. I don't know. I like to do like nose presses and stuff. I like those. so that's fun. When you do those fast, uh, it scares the shit out of me. That is a scary trick to do fast. Oh yeah, you can go over the handlebars or get all get all turned up and and uh, and beef for sure. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I like doing those a lot for sure. I like say that. nose press or nose manuals rather. Did I say nose press? I meant nose manual. Not not like a yeah. I not mean, nose press. You're talking nose straight on. Nail presses are cool too. I'm not super good at those. I wouldn't say, but yeah. Yeah. All right, we're rounding the corner. We're rounding the corner here. All right, Loch Ness monster. Which, who's your favorite child labor rider? Oh. Yeah, this kid, he's the homie. What's up? Uh, I forget what his first name is now. It's like Lecklin or I'm sorry if you're watching this, but Loch Ness Monster, homie, what's up? Who's my favorite child labor rider? Uh, all of them, for sure. Uh, but who, dang, I don't know, just all of them. Like, uh, probably like just Cal because. I mean, just that ledge that he like forward onto in the video. Like, yeah, I wasn't there. I I wish I would have been there. I think I don't know what I was doing that day. I think I was working or something. But yeah, that was some uh, crazy shit. But definitely got to tip tip my hat to Benny and. Ganoza and Egan and Gary and Brolf and T Stone and Lefebvre. Oh, and of course Joe Baby. All, all the boys, all the boys rip. And Seamus. Seamus is crazy. 
all the bros are crazy. They're all my favorite. You, you went into difficult territory there. Instead of just saying, hey, I love everybody, you start naming them. But if you once you start naming more than two, you got to name them all. So I know, right? You don't no, want to leave anybody off the list. I wanted to name them all. Freaking, yeah. They're, they're all fucking really going for it out there. <laughs> all right. We're at 1.45 a.m. Let's bring the shit That's home. Crazy. Let's bring the shit home. Um, there's a couple more questions that could, that could lead to some good answers, but whatever, man. Actually, I'll throw one more in. I'll throw one more in just, just, just cause this one's a little bit unique. Sure. Sindre, sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Who are your biggest influences outside of skiing? They say your skiing reminds me of Aiden Mackey. <laughs> nice. Uh, I don't know why other than that we have red hair, but yeah, um, I definitely, you know, I, I like to skateboard like, you know, just as much as I like to ski and stuff. So I, I'm always doing that in the summer. So, and always like have, I've been skating since I was like 11. I was also like 11 when I got my first uh, pair of twin tips, some AR fives, but um, yeah, definitely admired lots of uh skateboarding people throughout my life definitely was a big like Corey duffel fan hence like the tight pants you know like gareth hill and uh you know just kind of the whole like chris cole like the whole like fall in like tight pants zero kind of days i was super into all those guys for sure um definitely fans of you know I don't know, just looking up to like skateboarders and musicians and uh, uh, I don't know. Who are my role models? I don't know. I just, I just, just like, yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's all right. So we're going to reward everyone that lasted this long, stuck it out. Um, before I ask you to wrap to wrap things up officially, do you have a hot take that you would like to share with everyone? Sometimes I forget to include it. People are saying, hey, where's this person's hot take? I didn't do it for Emmett because Emmett's full of them and the whole episode is hot takes. But what's your hot take? Sure. Mr. I don't want to name what? my least favorite top shoot of all time. Let's go, go uh, to something hot. Um... Damn. I just like hate it, like seeing people that are even like my friends and maybe even people that we were talking about earlier, like just try to like make Instagrams with like, like the worst, like, you know, like corny, like music things that's supposed to like boost your algorithm thing. That just like makes me cringe when it's like one of those like super like like ridiculous songs but you know that they're just doing it for likes and stuff yeah like you using know, one of the, the they're like like, this, like it's like i would like i like the clip already but then you like put like the stupid corny like audio thing i mean maybe it boosts your views tremendously i don't know anything or care like about any of that i don't know it's just like was funny to me when people do that but 
it really, you know, I'm not trying to tell people what they should and shouldn't do so much. So, you know, it's like you do you, but I always, I always kind of chuckle when I'm like, what's with the, the, like, yeah, the viral, like annoying, like house music song remix thing, whatever, you know? I know exactly what you mean. Just, 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 just the whole like TikTok influencer people. Like, I just, that's not even really a hot take, I guess. I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm so baffled by like people uh, that do like the whole like TikTok uh, stuff. I don't get it. Dude, I don't know. I can't speak to how it performs on Instagram. All those kids, all those younger kids, the Jackson car setters of the world. I just looked at his page today on uh, TikTok, on TikTok. It showed up on my TikTok doing crazy numbers. We're talking numbers that you wouldn't fucking believe. Hundreds of thousand views on a clip. This homie that uh, me and Luke and, you know, we, we were in the dorms with this other kid. He's now, he claims that he has the number one snowboarding Instagram on TikTok. And the shit he films is, sorry if you're listening, Mauser, but it's just, I just can't believe it. It's just so like we're in Cali and like having like a crazy time drinking like Mike uh, I dude I, I don't even know it's just like <laughs> I, I don't know um all right it's the cringe the cringe TikTok uh like outdoorsy influencer people thing just irks me yeah it's like the magazine I don't know how to describe it it's just like the pedestrian like Marcus Eater, most insane run type thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they're probably getting more money than me, and they don't have to like clean a fryer and fucking, you know, like cut up a bunch of vegetables for a living. So, like, you know, good for them. Yeah, you take the take the good with the bad. Um. Yeah, right. for sure. What do you want to leave everybody off with? Now that this we've turned this into a nature show, this is beautiful. This is like one of our first pets on the show, and now our opportunity is gone. Oh we're, shit! I was gonna grab the other one here. We we got cats on screen for our audio listeners, and I'm just doing a horrible job yeah, of wrapping this. That was this Molly, and this is Spanky. This one has mittens. Yep. Yes. He's he a tuxedo. Yep. That he's is a good cat. Yeah, I'm gonna let him go. He's he's not vibing it. Yeah. But that's my cats, yeah. All right, what do you want to leave everybody off with? Message for the uh, future. What's what's the Dylan Manley signing off message? I don't know. Just um, probably gonna keep doing uh, this kind of thing until I don't do it anymore. I don't know. I just really love uh, skiing and uh, just. Uh, go do it for fun as often as I can. And then if it snows on the ground and there's like a spot, then I'll probably try and go hit it. Hopefully as long as, uh, as long as I can, I don't know. Uh, shout out to, to anybody who uh, buys Vishnu stuff. Uh, we appreciate it a lot. And uh, yeah, freaking just, keep if you're if you're having fun skiing then just just keep doing it that's great boom dylan thank you for being here i appreciate it
That's our For second sure. episode. That's our second episode in the row of a Salt Lake local. This is like the Salt Lake City like community radio show. Now it might continue to be that based on the couple of people I've been hitting up. So, Not after I butchered the whole thing like that. Yeah. But. No, don't worry about it, man. Listen, this is you're listening to Salt Lake City community radio, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Sometimes I think it's a sin.